The Belleville Sins podcast is back after a couple of weeks off to enjoy uh, some of the summertime. It is episode 19 on deck, and it's going to be a uh, lengthy and uh, wide-ranging episode here with myself, David Foote, and Joel Vanderland uh, with you as always. Don't forget to subscribe to the pod wherever you're listening. Give us a rating and a review as uh, we uh, move ahead here through the offseason. Lots to talk about this week, about a dozen free agent signings by the parent club in Ottawa over the last couple of weeks. We had a couple of players leave Belleville, a couple new players coming in. We'll also touch on, uh, well, the Calder Cup final is over. I will lead off with that in just a moment. We've got a feature interview with Belleville Sins GM Ryan Bonus and uh, all kinds of audio from Senators Development Camp, uh, which wrapped up uh, in Ottawa this week. We'll hear from Levy Marilinen, Zach Ostopchuk, Tyler Boucher, and Jorian Donovan, among others. Joel Vanderland was out and about uh, uh, getting that content for us, and he's going to give us some of his thoughts on Development Camp as well. But uh, how you been, man? It's been a few weeks now. It feels like uh, that's got to be the longest stretch we've probably gone without seeing each other face-to-face in about nine or ten months. Yeah, it's uh, it was definitely a, a different uh, vibe around the office the last couple of weeks, but uh, obviously, like you mentioned, uh, a lot of action, a lot of signings, uh, development camp as well, so uh, lots to keep us busy even if uh, we were trying to get away with a little bit of vacation time as well. Yeah, and shame on us for trying to take some time at uh, such a busy point in the off offseason. Um, and, of course, now that we're back, it's probably going to slow down a little bit but we'll be able to get everybody caught up and and now I think you know we're getting to that point in the summer where um, we really can start getting excited about next season Uh, again we'll get into some of the uh, uh, big additions uh, in the organization in a couple minutes Uh, actually before we get into the summer let's talk uh, about uh, the end of the Calder Cup final Um, we had uh, previewed game seven in our last episode a couple of weeks ago between the Cochelle Valley Firebirds and the Hershey Bears. And um, not only did it go to Game 7, it went to, to overtime. And this is how the Calder Cup was won. Right down. Pushes it behind the net. Gets around Evans. Uses big frame. Hooked up a little bit. Bornstrom fins through him. Henrik Bornstrom, Sanders, Vecchioni. Rolled down low. Bouncing around. Bornstrom after it. In front. They score! They score! Yeah, that's our pal Zach Fish on the Hershey Bears radio network. Uh, what a series that was. We talked to again a couple weeks ago about how back and forth it was uh, going to overtime in Game 7. The veteran Mike Vecchioni with the game-winning goal, and uh, as uh, Zach said in his call, sweeter by the dozen, 12 times the oldest franchise in the American Hockey League, uh, raising the Calder Cup again. Uh, what a series, and uh, what a finish for the Hershey Bears. Yeah, it really was, and we the Hershey Bears are the gold standard of the American Hockey League. Like you mentioned, they're 12th time lifting lifting the Calder Cup. And uh, Zach Fish, obviously elated to, to get through a season like that and, and have a call like that. That's, uh, as you uh, know as a broadcaster, that's the end goal. That's the dream. Mm-hmm. So 
uh, really happy for him. We've met him a couple times throughout the seasons, and um, Coachella Valley, nothing to, to be sorry about or, or anything like that. A great season for them in their inaugural campaign, and um, like you mentioned, the, the veteran Mike Vecchioni uh, puts his team on his back and, and delivers a Calder Cup championship for Chocolate Town USA. Yeah, and uh, uh, huge for the fans there in Hershey. Despite losing in Game 7, which is heartbreaking, um, you know, what a first season for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. So much for, um, you know, their fans to look forward to here in, in the coming years and so much for that uh, franchise to be able to build on. Yeah, and I, I think the American Hockey League has to be ecstatic uh, with what they saw from that franchise. And I think there's always some, some backlash when you, you put – teams in non-traditional hockey markets and uh, the fans came out and, and they really came out to, to support their club and see some winning hockey and that that's going to be a stable strong franchise for this league for many years to come and uh, we know some guys that played their joy to cord Max McCormick uh, seen on their Instagram and, and their posts they really love it there as well. Yeah, and how could you not? <laughs> uh, unless you don't like um, nice weather and easy access to golf courses and things like that. Um, yeah, and congratulations to, to both of those teams for their um, their work and, and for their success this season as the Hershey Bears are the uh, Calder Cup champions for the 12th time in uh, their history, which now gives us a good opportunity to look into the summer and where we're at now, of course, not the year the Belleville Senators were looking for, um, as we know in this league, and, and if you're new to the American Hockey League, as you'll find out, um, the turnover on the rosters is very high. Troy Mann used to put it up around 80-85% most years for most teams, and um, you know, unlike last season, that is the case for Belleville this year. We had a lot of returning players last year, and um, this season a, a bunch of holes left to fill, and Pierre Dorian and uh, uh Trent Mann and Ryan Bonus uh, and the uh, scouting team with the Ottawa Senators wasted no time uh, when free agency opened on July 1st, signing uh, close to a dozen players, uh, a handful of which we will see here in the Friendly City. Um, and, and that was just in that first week uh, alone. And um, they did also re-sign uh, Jacob Larson just before the July 1st uh, free agency uh, window open. But um, here are some of the names uh, that uh, the Ottawa Senators have signed. Um, Rourke Chartier, Boko Imama, we'll touch on him in a little bit. Uh, both those guys getting one-year, two-way NHL contracts. Uh, Jacob Bernard Docker is back again for two years on a one-way NHL deal. A lot of the chatter suggesting he'll end up in Ottawa this season. Uh, the big signing for the Senators was in the crease. Eunice Corposalo, uh, goaltender for five years, uh, a one-way NHL deal. That's going to solidify, we hope, the goaltending picture a little bit with Cam Talbot out, and uh, it'll be likely Corposalo and Forsberg, who have uh, played together actually in the AHL before in Cleveland. Yeah, and won a Calder Cup championship uh, to go go with their time in Cleveland. And when you look at Corposalo, you mentioned it's the stability he brings. He plays a lot of games. Uh, he's coming into the prime of his career. Last year he got into some, some postseason games with the LA Kings as well after uh, joining them from the Columbus Blue Jackets. So um, I think uh, when you look at in at the goaltending department and you look at the work Zach Burke can do and Justin Peters now, they know who they're going to have uh, slotted in, um, one, to, one through five in the organization hopefully. And um, last year when you looked at, I think, 13 combined goalies between the two clubs. So I think that's the biggest thing that Corpus Al is going to bring along with uh, just a stellar play. And, and with that um, stability, 
hopefully we'll get some stability in the crease here in Belleville where you're going to have Mad Sogard and then likely either Levy Marilainen or Kev Mandeleze, um in behind him. And, and I think for Belleville Senators fans, that's an exciting trio uh, to look forward to. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, you saw Matt Sogard kind of take the reins, played well in the NHL. Kevin Mandelaze is still developing. He's had some good stretches of play when he's been healthy. And then Levy Marilainen's kind of the, the shiny toy, so to speak, <laughs> um, with the organization right now, and, and rightfully so after a great season in Carpat. Uh, obviously shined in Belleville and then got into some NHL games and acquitted uh, himself well there as well. Uh, a handful of other um, one-year, two-way NHL deals, including Garrett Pilon, who just won the Calder Cup with the Hershey Bears. He's coming to the Senators, could end up in Belleville. Josh Curry, um, a, a former captain in the American Hockey League, plenty of um, experience uh, on his resume. Um, they were both signed, as was Eric Brandstrom, for another year. And... Um, AHL deals, three of them completed. Brennan Saulnier and Graham McPhee will be back, adding some bottom six depth here in Belleville. And Ryan McKinnon signing a one-year, one-way AHL deal. What do we know about him? Well, I think with Ryan McKinnon, I think it's the intangibles. Um, he won specialty man of the year with the Bridgeport Islanders for his work in the community. And I think when I talk to Ryan at, at development camp, I think that's something that they really uh, want to invest into the person, not just the hockey player. And mm -hmm. Um, when he became available, I think they jumped on that pretty quickly and uh, obviously a good depth piece for, for the Belleville Centers. And one other big signing but before we get to players who have left the organization, and that's behind the bench as uh, Nathan McIver will be the new assistant coach with the Belleville Senators, um, replacing David Bell, who moved into the head coaching job last season. Yeah, Nathan McIver, and I think with him, too, you look at his experience. Uh, former player, played a lot of games in the American Hockey League, knows this league, knows the travel, knows how to relate to players, and then his coaching career has been, been one that's been on the rise uh, with the new Fallon Growlers, helps as an assistant coach lead them to back-to-back -back Eastern Conference championships and uh, worked under Bob Jones, who's in, in the Ottawa organization with the Oshawa General, so... Uh, I think when you look at him, he's getting rave reviews from all over the place and even within the organization. Uh, Ryan Bonus played against him in Major Junior in the OHL when he was with uh, St. Mike's and uh, Ryan was with the, the Brampton Battalion. So two guys that, and I think when you look at it, you want to know that you can trust guys that you played against them and they played hard and uh, they do the right thing. So I think that really kind of sealed the deal for him uh, joining this organization. Uh, much more on uh, him to come in, in the coming weeks. We'll try to get to Nate McIver on the program uh, in the coming weeks. We'll also try to catch up with some of those newly signed uh, senators, including Graham McPhee and Brennan Saulnier and others. So uh, once again, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We should be back on the weekly schedule now with um, lots more kind of happening, uh, and uh, that is the plan uh, moving forward before we head into Season 2 of the show uh, in uh, October. So that's who's coming in. Again, about a dozen players that the Ottawa Senators signed in the first week of free agency. Um, some tough news to take at this time of year. It always is when some of your favorite players uh, don't come back and uh, Two of those guys uh, leaving last week. Jake Lucchini is headed to the Iowa, or to the Wild organization anyway. Likely he'll land in Iowa. And Scott Sabarin's off to the West Coast and the San Jose Sharks. Uh, two big losses, but again, 
I think the Senators have kind of already addressed filling gaps with similar type of players. Yeah, I think when you look at it, obviously, like you mentioned, it's it's a little bittersweet. And, and for Jake Lucchini, back-to-back 50-point seasons, really got his pro career going here in the friendly city. Uh, even got into 11 games with the Ottawa Senators last year. So uh, I know he has an affection for the Midwest, um, going to, to college in Michigan. His, his girlfriend's from the Wisconsin area. So um, really happy to see him land there. And I know he's going to do uh, wonderful things for that organization. And then Scott Sabrin, what can you say? Uh, plays hard every game. Uh, fans love him. Um, I think we, we talk about uh, the person every time there, there's a, a fan wanting an autograph or just to chat with him or school visits, whatnot. Um, he's always uh, up for that. He was always doing that. He was always taking care of um, the fans and, and the community. So uh, the San Jose Sharks organization gets a, a great player a great person, and uh, he'll he'll be missed here as well. Other players uh, that uh, were not qualified or have not been offered contracts yet, goaltender Dylan Ferguson, defenseman Jonathan Aspero, and should he not end up signing here again, that might be a tough pill to swallow uh, for some Belleville Sens fans as one of the longest tenured um, Belleville Senators. And, and another guy who really used his time in the friendly city to kickstart his pro career and, and get himself noticed. Um, Victor Lodine, who was gone with injury for basically the last third of the season or more um, will not uh, be re-signed. And Antoine Bebo, a contract not offered to him at this point. Um, a handful of other players um, that are free agents, not officially gone. And, of course, as always, you can uh, keep up to date with the uh, latest signings and uh, roster info via our off-season player tracker at BellevilleSends.com. Uh, that's the recap as best as we can provide it right now. We'll get a little bit more insight on some of those signings from the general manager. Ryan Bonus is with us next as episode 19 of the Belleville Sends podcast continues on the Belleville Sends Entertainment Network. Get in the game. Start planning now for the next season of Belleville Senators Hockey. The new Belleville Sends Business Elite Program is a season seat membership just for business. Use tickets to treat your staff or attract new clients. Benefits include AHL TV game packages, exclusive member events, and more. All packages offer a VIP business experience like in-arena signage. More info on season seat memberships, flex packs, and the Business Elite Program at BellevilleSends.com. Go, Sens, go! Back on episode 19 of the Belleville Sens podcast, David Foote and Joel Vanderland here as uh, we continue to uh, creep towards the middle of the offseason. Things really getting going with free agency opening last week, and uh, we're going to get a little bit more on uh, the process of building a roster, kind of what management is up to at this time of year uh, in just a moment with Belleville Senators General Manager uh, Ryan Bonus, who Joel caught up with at uh, Senators Development Camp in uh, Ottawa earlier on this week. Uh, a busy few days for uh, those Sens prospects at Development Camp. And uh, again, for those who are, are maybe just starting to follow the development process um, a little bit closer now, uh, tell us a bit about DevCamp, Joel, and, and exactly you know what players are doing there and who's there. Because uh, even unlike last year, there were not a lot of Belleville Senators or guys who had dressed for this team uh, at DevCamp this year. 
Yeah, so development camp happens uh, each season right after the NHL entry draft, and it's really uh, a chance for these guys to get indoctrinated with the organization. So they're doing on-ice workouts with development coaches, Sean Donovan, Jesse Winchester, Wade Redden, Chris Neal, all these guys um, played played for the Ottawa Senators, and they're helping them to kind of get on track with what the Ottawa Senators want them to do in their developmental path. So you look at the guys that were drafted, Hoyt Stanley, um, these these players, and they're going to go off to college, but Senators want them, before they head to, 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 I guess, their U.S. college teams or their junior teams, um, they want them to kind of get to know what the Sens are looking for in, in their game. And, um, and that's on the on-ice stuff. Then there's health and, and nutrition classes. There's meeting David Bell. He does a seminar on what it's like to play in the American Hockey League for these guys that are going to turn pro. Um, there's, like we mentioned, there's uh, everyone's favorite uh, seminar or class is the fighting. So right. uh, a boxing instructor comes out there and he teaches them how to protect themselves as, as obviously uh, hockey is a physical game and um, there's there's fighting if needed. Um, so it's a, it's a wide-ranging thing. They, they get to meet each other, get to reconnect. Um, and kind of become as one as an organization. And then, like we mentioned, the draft picks are there. Um, there's undrafted free agents that, that join as well just to kind of help fill out the, the roster. Um, and then it ends with a, the probably the, the funnest day and, and the thing the players really look forward to at the end is the three-on-three tournament uh, at the Senseplex. And it gives the fans an idea of what these prospects uh, can do on the ice. They get to see them. They get to get uh, excited by them. And uh, development camp's obviously a, a fun week for these prospects, a fun uh, evaluation uh, for management and, and the coaching staff as well. So it's all encompassing, but uh, it's also a very important uh, couple couple days in Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, and it's really just, a like you say, a chance to give these um, brand-new professional hopefuls a taste of what the NHL is all about you get to go in see the dressing room see the facilities you know all the gear that you're wearing has the Ottawa logo on it and um, yeah like you said just trying to kickstart uh, that development and introducing prospects uh, into the Ottawa system Um, let's uh, hear a little bit more about development camp the offseason so far and more with uh, Ryan Bonus the general manager of the Belleville Senators uh, hectic time of the year for NHL executives. Um, you got development camp going on. You have NHL free agency. Um, how happy and how rewarding are you uh, with with the ability to kind of build the depth uh, through the first couple of days of free agency here? Oh, uh, to be honest, we were very happy. Um, you know, I think this year, I can't. You know, last year being my first year, I came a little bit late to the party, uh, so it was a little bit of a scramble on on free agency day. I think this year. We felt a lot more prepared. Um, our lists were, were much more in order, having spent a year with the organization, with with the pro scouts, uh, with the office staff. So we felt very prepared going in, and uh, I feel like you know July one was a success in, in terms of building the depth, in terms of adding the pieces that we wanted to add. We had some some targets that we were able to acquire, and uh, anytime that happens, I think you leave uh, you leave that day feeling pretty good. Uh, specifically the forward position you really did some good work on there on on the opening day of free agency josh curry a player you know from your time in pittsburgh what does he bring 
Uh, character and leadership would be the two biggest qualities. I've known Josh for a long time. Um, actually, when I going way back when I was in Winnipeg, I wanted to sign him out of junior as, as an overage. So um, I've tracked him and followed him for a long time. Like you say, we had him in Pittsburgh for, for a year there. He was our captain in Wilkes-Barre that year. Um, so he's a player that I've always liked. I've always liked the compete level. I've always liked the approach he takes to the game. And, you know, he's going to help Dylan Hetherington a lot with leadership in our, in our dressing room, which was an area that we wanted to address this year. And I feel like we've done that with, uh, with Josh and a few of the other pieces. Uh, just looking at, at the stat sheet with a guy like Matthew Highmore, 61 points with, with Springfield. What does he do to kind of the organizational depth? He's played in the NHL. I know Pierre Dorian mentioned uh, he really liked his game with the Vancouver Canucks as well. Yep, Great depth player, um, high compete, great speed. Um, like you say, he's, he's, uh, you look at his career numbers, he's almost spent as much time in the NHL as he has in the American League. So um, I know Matthew's goal is to, to stick in Ottawa, and, and I think any player that we signed on, on that day, that's their, their, their goal, and that, that's where they want to be but if they do end up in Belleville it's going to be a benefit for the organization uh, but in Matthew's case um, again a high-end American League player almost a point of game last year he was an all-star in the American League last year got a little bit of time in St. Louis not probably not as much as you'd have liked but uh, again a player that I've always liked. Uh, Boko Imama I think he's uh, kind of speaks for himself with his physical identity but how much does that help uh, the prospects and even up here in Ottawa knowing when you got a guy like him on the bench well it's, it's huge it's uh, just having his presence uh, another guy that I've seen play quite a, quite a bit from his time out west when I was based out there um, listen Boko's another guy that I think you'll you'll probably see him in Ottawa uh, more than, than you will down down below I think that's the plan for him um, but uh, again met him the other day he's excited to be a part of the organization his main goal is to be in Ottawa and uh, you know again just a great a great addition for our, our forward group uh, Garrett Pilon, another guy you're able to bring in, uh, a wealth of experience in the American Hockey League like the, like the other players, uh, but he has a Calder Cup championship. Uh, he's coming in with that pedigree. What does that do for the organization, knowing that you have a guy like that that's been through the battles, been through the wars of, of a full Calder Cup playoffs? Well, again, that's a big part of the reason why we wanted to acquire him. Um, just having that experience, I think, uh, you know, Having gone through that, you know, myself up top in Pittsburgh, it's, it's something that you can't teach. Um, it's uh, having that, that go, just recently gone through it and bringing that to the organization is an invaluable piece. And, and he's a good player. He's another uh, guy that's going to be an important part of our depth. Um, our pro guys really liked him. So, uh, again, again, acquiring him as part of our plan was, was, was a great addition for us. You bring back Rourke Chartier. Um, fans in Belleville know his game really well. A proven goal scorer, 20 goals in 40 games. Um, what was it uh, the negotiations like with him and how much did he express his interest to be back with the organization? Well, the familiarity there was certainly a big part of it. He knows that DJ Smith is, is a fan of his when he was up. Um, you know, again, he, as you mentioned, he's a, he's a proven proven player at the American League level that we feel is going to be a very valuable piece uh, up in Ottawa as well. Just, again, the familiarity as with, with Pierre and, and DJ. Um, you know, I've always been a fan of the way Rourke plays. He plays in a you know, pretty consistent style. Um, unfortunately, when he was up last year in Ottawa, he ended up getting the injury that really kind of derailed things. But, uh, again, he's going to come into camp with the mindset that he's going to be here in Ottawa. And then you were able to do a little bit of house cleaning on the Belleville side as well. Graham McPhee's back. Bren Saulnier will be back as well. Um, you signed Ryan McKinnon, a guy that has tremendous off-ice um, in the community. You won Specialty Player of the Year award. Um, how, how much did that kind of go into your, your thoughts? I know everyone talks about the NHL signings on day one, but how important was it to get those deals done as well? Well, very. I, I said to all three of those guys, like, 
the, the culture and everything that we, we want to build in Ottawa and Belleville, they're going to be a big part of that. Um, I truly believe that, you know, your American League affiliate is where you develop your prospects, but players like the three that we that we signed in, in, in Brennan, Ryan, and, uh, and Graham are, are going to be a big part of that in terms of helping our young guys become pros and just their, their attitude every day, how they approach the game, how they approach their day-to-day life. Um, those are important pieces and they're priorities for, for Belleville and they're going to do uh, nothing but benefit our prospects at the same time. Uh, you certainly endorsed David Bell after he took over the reins last season. He comes back as a full-time head coach. You add Nathan McIver uh, as well as an assistant coach after uh, some successful seasons with the Newfoundland Growlers. Um, kind of talk to Belleville Senators fans about what this coaching staff um, kind of brings to the organization and kind of the character of the men that are, that are leading these prospects. Well, you just said it right there. They're two quality men. Um, you know, I didn't know David uh, coming into last year, but really grew a, a strong uh, amount of respect for him and had a good relationship with him really from the get-go uh, he and I hit it off pretty well um, from when I first got here last year in development camp and uh, listen here in the opportunity here in the right to come back as a full-time coach I think you saw um, a positive influence he had uh, not only on on the ice but in the, in the dressing room and with our prospects as well his his day-to-day approach He's a, he's a solid, solid human being, but he's also a no-nonsense guy where you know what you're going to get out of him every day. And, and to me, that's what you want out of a coach. You just want to know where you stand every day. And um, he has that ability to find the fine line between um, getting across the message that he wants while also you know let the players all care about him and respect him and want to, want to play hard for him. So that's the biggest thing. And then with Nathan, um, I've known Nathan for a long time. Um, but when we started this process and searching for an assistant coach, I made it very clear to Bellazy that these were going to be his hires. He's going to have to, he's going to do the interview process. He's going to, I can give him names, but he, at the end of the day, he's going to make the choice. And I'm thrilled that, that Nathan ended up being his choice because, again, I've known Nathan for a long time, always loved his character, always loved uh, his leadership qualities, who he is as a person, how he carries himself. Um, and he's grown to, you know, growing from, I, I played against him in major junior and he's transitioned that style over to his coaching career. And, you know, it helps, uh, you know, he started in Oshawa under Bob Jones, who's an assistant coach in Ottawa. So obviously uh, with Jonesy get, giving his recommendation and from the from the get-go, he was Jonesy. Jonesy was the one that was telling me, he's your guy, he's your guy. So thrilled that Nathan's going to be a part of the staff. And I just, for me, even just being here this week, just seeing the, the cohesion between Ottawa and Belleville's coaching staffs has been has been wonderful. And it's only going to get better with these with these guys. And then just finally, while you're still engaging in free agency, uh, it's an ongoing process. Um, development camp is going on. Uh, in your role, what, what are you kind of looking for from this week and what are you kind of have your eyes on? It's hard because, you know, I don't see a lot of these kids uh, during the year. I don't see a lot of the amateur guys. Um, so for me, it's just, uh, you know, it's hard to throw these guys in the middle of the summer like this and, and kind of expect to get much of an evaluation on them. But you do. You see, you know, things like Tyler Clevin, and how well he's playing out there and him taking a leadership role and, you know, Boucher and, and Donovan and these guys that have been here in years past and seeing them grow as, as pros and the steps that they've taken uh, over the course of the year. So really just uh, out of this week, you want to get the, get the guys have a good feel for the organization, get a little bit more comfortable as the week goes on. So when they do come to training camp or, you know, moving forward as a pro, they have that more familiarity with us. All right. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate your time as always. Yeah, no problem, Joel. Anytime. Belleville sends general manager Ryan Bonus with Joel Vanderland from development camp this week, which is all wrapped up now out in Ottawa. The uh, coaching staff and uh, Belleville's locker room staff, basically, uh, the trainers, the equipment staff, uh, all in Ottawa last week, so they'll all come home 
and get a couple more weeks off. And uh, the rest of the offseason is is fairly standard now um, for the next few weeks anyway. The free agency period continues. We'll have training camps opening at the NHL level in September. The rookie tournament, um, which was in Buffalo last season, not sure where they're going this year is also in September, and Belleville's training camp, as usual, will open the first weekend in October. Um, should let you know that I don't believe any preseason games are being played uh, at uh, CAA Arena this season. Um, we uh, will obviously have all the info on that coming up, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Uh, the schedule should be out in the next couple of weeks, and you can start planning for the upcoming um, hockey season. Before we get on to um, the rest of our content from Development Camp, uh, interviews with Levy Merlinen, Zach Kostopchuk, Tyler Boucher, and Jorian Donovan, um, what did you make of that conversation with Ryan bonus uh, Wide-ranging, like you mentioned, fairly in-depth, and um, it seems like, from his perspective, we're in a good spot here um, as we uh, head towards the uh, middle of July. Yeah, I think uh, with that chat with Ryan, I think there's a lot of positives that come out of it. He, he talks about the guys they were able to bring in and bolster the depth for, for the Ottawa Senators organization and uh, in part some really good players that are going to find their way down to, to the friendly city uh, because of the work they were able to do on July 1st. And uh, I think his thoughts on development camp as well and uh, getting an evaluation on these guys and some of these guys in, in development camp are going to turn pro in the next couple months. And it's good to, to help them get indoctrinated with what David Bell wants to do and um, kind of learn some of the, the, the ways he sees the games in, in his meetings. So um, I think when, when I was able to talk to Ryan, I think a lot of that stuff kind of shone through and um, obviously an exciting time for this organization. That certainly is, and uh, we'll catch up again, I'm sure, with Ryan before the season begins at least once uh, as we check off more of those milestones uh, throughout the course uh, of the summer. We'll take another quick break here on Episode 19 of the Belleville Sins Podcast. When we're back, uh, we'll hear from Levy Marilinen, Zach Ostopchuk, Tyler Boucher, and Jorian Donovan, uh, who were all uh, getting back into the rhythm at development camp uh, in Ottawa this week. Stay with us on the Belleville Sands Entertainment Network back in a moment. Don't miss one second of Belleville Senators action this season. The Belleville Sens Entertainment Network is the only place to hear live coverage of the Belleville Senators for all 72 games plus playoffs. Pre-game coverage begins 15 minutes before each game with David Foote. And the network is also home to the Belleville Sens podcast. The Belleville Senators Entertainment Network, presented by Deerhaven Farm and Garden. Tune in on the Belleville Sens app or BellevilleSens.com. Episode 19 of the Belleville Sens podcast into the final segment this week. David Foote, Joel Vanderland here with you as always. Thanks again to Ryan Bonus for his time out at development camp. Uh, didn't get a chance to sit down with Dave Bell while you were out there, but uh, our friends over at the Locked On Senators podcast did. Uh, you can check them out uh, on Twitter at Sens Central, and they had a really good conversation with the coach telling uh, some Pretty funny stories about uh, kind of the dynamics around development camp. It's an interesting time of year um, through development camp and into training camp for the AHL staff because, as, as Belzy put it, um, you kind of want to keep your distance from guys who are um, – 
you know, trying to make the National Hockey League. They have their sights set on on the NHL. Nobody at this time of year is really thinking about coming to Belleville unless you've signed an American Hockey League contract. And Belzy's saying, yeah, guys, duck away from me in the hallway. Uh, you know, they pretend to take calls when they see me. Nobody talks to me uh, unless I'm running a session. And, um, you know, even with that, uh, Belleville's coaching staff pretty involved out there at development camp. But it is a, an odd kind of time of year. Yeah, and I think, too, with David Bell, I, I think you, you saw his personality kind of shine through through that interview with the Locked On Senators guys, and he's he's exactly right. Uh, these guys have their sights set on playing in the National Hockey League. It's something they've dreamed of their whole life, and um, but also important that he's there as a guy that's developed so many uh, so many of these players through the organizations. You look at Jacob Bernard Docker earned his one-way contract. A big part of that is because of David Bell and, and his developmental work. Eric Brandstrom gets his, gets a nice deal as well. And guys that learned under him played under him. So um, I think uh, when these guys go in those seminars and then they get to see David Bell and, and he gets to, to tell them about uh, what he sees and how he sees the, the game of hockey, um, uh, it's invital and um Obviously, uh, uh, kind of an interesting week for him, but uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, um, just seeing him there, he's in his element, right? He, he's laughing, he's joking around, he's he loves the game of hockey, he's he's dedicated his life to it, and um, really excited to see him lead the reins here and, and have the bench to himself and um, get going because, like we said, these guys want to play in the NHL. David Bell has aspirations to be a head coach. He has aspirations to go even higher, and uh, this is the first step for him in that regard as well. And um, talking to Ryan, obviously he endorsed him. They wanted him back, and um, he's going to have his reign here for, for this season. All right, let's uh, get into some of these interviews here. You did the interviews, so we'll let you direct traffic here <laughs> and tell me where you want to go first. Again, we've got the goaltender, Levy Marilinen, uh the forwards, Zach Ostopchuk and Tyler Boucher, and the defenseman, Jory and Donovan, who we've heard a fair bit from uh, here on the show in, in recent weeks uh, um, and dating back to the end of the season there when he made his AHL debut. So where would you like to start? Well, maybe we'll we'll go in alphabetical order here, and we'll we'll start with Tyler Boucher, and um, obviously he's a guy that's eligible to turn pro this season after his major junior career has kind of come to an end, and um, had had a tough season, uh, had a, a torn labrum in, in his right shoulder that he he suffered at the World Juniors, but uh, all in all, I think when you talk to Tyler Boucher, he lives in the moment. He doesn't think about the past. Um, he doesn't even really get think too much about the future as well. He he's very present. Um, he's a young guy that speaks speaks very well. Um, he's obviously you can see kind of the pedigree of him and, and his father Brian played in the NHL for a long time. So um, yeah, a difficult season, um, but I think um, the future the future is bright for this young man. Tenth overall selection in, in 2021 by the Ottawa Senators, and he talks about it in his interview that the rehab process and uh, the faith the Sens have have kind of put into him. So. Uh, I'm excited to see him. Uh, I was really uh, excited to talk to him as well and, and kind of get his perspective on, on how things have gone because th there's a lot of noise, right, when you're on IR and, and you're not uh, maybe playing as many games as you want. So, um, But, but kind of going into his mind a little bit here, I think you can see why the Senators uh, organization is so high on him. Let's get that perspective from uh, Tyler Boucher on the Belleville Sins podcast, the Belleville Sins Entertainment Network. How has development camp been for you? This is your second year at one of these events. How much have you seen your game kind of grow in, in the last calendar year as well? Oh, a ton. Um, I mean, obviously there's some 
some injuries in there, but um, you know, I, I feel I feel great. Um, these guys take unbelievable care of me. It's insane what they do for me every day. I mean, I've spent last summer here and I spent a lot of my time here, and um, they go they go above and beyond for me. Um, so I, I'm feeling confident at all times, and um, I feel great. You mentioned the care they take into you. They selected you in the first round. Uh, you're, you're a big part of the future of this organization. You certainly feel that way. I mean, yeah, 100%. I think um, obviously I want to do everything I can to, to help this, help the team, help the organization, um, you know, help bring a cup here. Um, so I'm going to, you know, work as hard as I can. I know they'll take care of me, and um, I guess it's just a day-to-day thing. But obviously in the end, um, you know, I want to be – playing that team and have, uh, you know, an important impact in, in helping us win. You're eligible to turn pro. Um, are you able to kind of let yourself think back on some of the significant memories you, you've made through your junior career, or are you kind of set uh, on the on the current now more so? I'm current now. I think I'm, I think I was re- I'm ready, uh, you know, to turn pro. Um, obviously, it was great with the, you know, with the 67s, they, they took great care of me as well, but um, this is something I've been looking forward to my whole life, obviously turning pro, and um, you know, this is what I felt I was, I was meant to do, and um, you know, I'm excited for it. Last winter, you are able to win bronze at the World Juniors with Team USA. What, what does that mean to you, and kind of growing up through the U.S. Uh, National Team Development Program with all those guys, that must have been special. Yeah, um, I mean, I played two years at the program there, and um, you know that was that was unbelievable. I mean, just to, to, just to start there, um, you know, I, I don't know where I'd be without um, you know going to NTDP and then, like you said, winning the bronze and uh, you know the World Juniors is pretty special. Obviously, it wasn't gold, but um, you know it's something we could take home and, and remember forever. So um, that was a great experience, and it, it's truly an honor to wear you know the USA. Um, every time you get to do it, it it's something special, and um, you know I'm grateful that uh, you know I was able to. Uh, your father's had, had a big uh, impact on your career. Uh, how much does he mean to you and kind of watching him throughout his, his standout NHL career, just taking pieces from, from here and there and being around an NHL locker room at a young age? 100%. I mean, I, I grew up in the rink. Um, that's how I, you know, I fell in love with the game. Um, and, you know, obviously having a dad who, who played in the NHL, you know, he understands things differently. Um, and, and it's easy to relate to, you know, situations. So, um, whatever, if I'm struggling, um, you know, he's been there. Um, he's struggled at the, the highest level too, and um, just like everybody does. And, um, you know, it, it's easy, it's great, you know, have him as, a, you know, a dad, but, you know, also a best friend to, to lean back on. And not just my dad. I mean, my mom was was there along uh, with the ride with him. So she, she played a, you know, a huge role with him, and um, she plays a huge role with me too. So without them, uh, you know, I'd be, I'd be screwed. Uh, what's next for you uh, as you go through the, the rest of the summer and heading into training camp? What are you specifically working on and kind of are you able to relax a little bit as well? 100%. I mean, uh, it has been too much relaxing, which, which I'm okay with. Um, I think, you know, I'm going to go home here next week, um, go home for about a month, obviously stay on the same course, um, you know, getting my shoulders, uh, you know, as strong as possible before the year starts and just working on little things in my game. I, th- I think, um, you know, skating can always improve, getting my shot, um, you know, you know, back after the, the surgery there. And um, it, it feels good so far. But um, I think just looking uh, at holes in my game that were, we're on, you know, on video from last year and, and kind of taking that and working on those things. Is home for you the, the Philadelphia area still? Yes, yes, it is. That's kind of where I where I grew up. That's where I call home. So, Are you able to do skate at the, the Flyers zone there in Voorhees still when, when you go home? Yeah, Flyers skate zone, um, 
there and there's a couple other ranks we kind of we kind of bounce around it's never just just one but um yeah that one i that's the one i grew up uh you know playing in and um a lot of memories there for sure all right thank you tyler appreciate your time yeah thank you Tyler Boucher kicking off our uh, development camp series and some nice insight from him again on uh, what it's like kind of being a, a, a top prospect and going through that rehab process. Uh, like you said before the interview, Joel, not an easy thing to really deal with. I mean, you're already dealing with uh, the pressure of being a first-round draft pick. Um, forget the fact that your dad is a you know highly touted NHL player. Um, and, and then you've got to deal with being hurt going through that yourself and then dealing with, you know, fans and um, people saying, you know, oh, well, what's taking this guy so long? We, we need him to come make an impact. But he seems to be dealing with it fairly well. Yeah, he's got a really good head on his shoulders. And throughout the interview, right, you, you see that he, he's living in the present. And uh, I was really uh, excited to kind of get those insights from him because, like you mentioned, there's a lot of noise. And uh, it's good to see that he's got uh, got the, the good head on his shoulders and uh, he's taking it day by day. And I think uh, if, we, if we're if we able to see him in Belva, I think he's going to become a fan favorite. He plays a, a heavy, hard game. And uh, obviously he's got the skill that uh, made him a 10th overall selection. All right, we'll continue on in uh, alphabetical order here. Uh, a guy who, again, you've heard from a fair bit lately, uh, Jorian Donovan uh, finishing up with the Hamilton Bulldogs last season, joining the Belleville Senators, got into two games at the end of the campaign uh, to officially uh, kickstart his pro career, and uh, he was back at uh, development camp this week as well. So here's Joel with the defenseman, Jorian Donovan. This is your second year in development camp. Um, when you look back at, and through the last calendar year, you've had a successful time with the Hamilton Bulldogs. You led all defensemen in scoring. You played in some American Hockey League games. How have you seen your game uh, progress over that time? Yeah, obviously it was it was nice to have a, a year like last year. Got to uh, improve personally, so it was uh, yeah, it was really good. Got a lucky chance to uh, go play a couple American League games at the end of the year, which was uh, I'm really fortunate to have those. Yeah, so it's, it's just every year you want to get better and. Uh, I thought uh, it was a big year for me and a big step in the right direction. How much did that kind of help you going forward to get into those American Hockey League games and kind of compare to the OHL and development camp here as well? Yeah, obviously when you uh, move up from, from the OHL and play an American League game, it's, it's a whole another level. You go from playing against uh, 16, 17-year-olds to going and playing against men. So it's, it, it was a cool experience for me to go play against guys who are just they're physically more developed and, and bigger, faster, stronger guys. So, yeah, I thought it was, it was an unbelievable experience. It's pretty cool to get into that uh, Battle of Ontario uh, rivalry as well. Absolutely, yeah, that was unbelievable. Uh, as you kind of head into this next season, what, what are you kind of working on this summer as you go into your third uh, OHL season in, in Brantford? Yeah, one of, one of the biggest things was uh, uh, my main focus was kind of weight-wise. Uh, it was kind of started out a little light uh, last year, and I wanted to just put on a little more muscle mass like everyone kind of wants to do. So uh, that's kind of been my biggest focus. But uh, for me to be more of a, I guess you'd say, stable game, um, I'm, a, I'm a bit, I guess you'd say, a jumpy player that likes to get in the offense, but just to be a more reliable player throughout the year. I know a lot of scouts, when, when they speak about your game, they talk about the skating ability. How much pride do you take in, in that as well? Yeah, absolutely. It's something I work on uh, every week, every almost every day. With uh, we got Shelly Kettles here in Ottawa, which she's been great, and I've kind of had her my whole life. And it's one of my biggest focus now. The, the game's getting so fast, so that's it's one thing that everyone's working on, and you have to keep working on it to uh, to stay ahead of the game. 
How advantageous is it for you to be in a position where you have your dad, a development coach, a guy that's played in the NHL, and then you go to Hamilton and you got Jay McKee and his staff as well, um, kind of helping progress uh, your game? Yeah, it's, I'm, I've been super fortunate to have uh, guys who've been around the game, guys who've played many games in the NHL to kind of be mentor and guys I can look up to, defensemen like Jay McKee and Andrew Campbell who've both played, which is unbelievable, and having a guy like my dad who I get to see him every day and, and get to learn from him and a guy who's played a ton of NHL games. So it, it's been a great experience, and it's, it's really been super helpful in my development just to have those resources at my fingertips. Uh, you mentioned you, you go back to the farm in the off season. How's that been uh, to kind of to be home uh, with, with your family? Uh, I know you're a guy that's very form- family oriented as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 super awesome to to not have to travel too far to to come to camp here. So it's nice to be in a familiar familiar area that uh, I'm really used to, and having the family close is always nice. Uh, you're obviously excited to head back to to Brant for next season. Um, kind of how's that process been with, with uh, the renovations the moving of the team and uh, the kind of the information you've got on that as well yeah I think everyone's really excited uh, I know they put a lot of uh, like time and effort into the this move here and uh, I've heard all I've heard is good things so uh, I'm really excited we're, I know we're gonna have a really good team so uh, I'm super excited just to, to see the setup there and uh, get to see the whole feel of the uh, the new Brantford Bulldogs all right thank you Jordan appreciate your time as always Defenseman Jorian Donovan at Sens Development Camp. Uh, he'll be in Brantford. He'll be back in the Ontario Hockey League this year. But um, what we saw from him, even in that brief sample size last season, poised for a big, big year in junior, I think. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think when you look at Jorian Donovan, he, he's got the template kind of in Max Gannett of, of the type of defenseman that I think the organization thinks he can be. And mm-hmm. um, 45 points in 55 games in the OHL last year. So progressing nicely and obviously a, a player that's got a good head on his shoulders as well as his dad played in the National Hockey League too and um, very family oriented and uh, always a nice guy to chat with. Uh, we got his behind the B answers as well. If you haven't seen on the uh, Sens social media at Belleville Sens. Favorite hockey memory for Jorian Donovan, uh, an OHL championship. Gee, uh, what could top that? Uh, um, he is a big Morgan Wallen fan. Um, his favorite vacation spot is Sweden, um, which uh, is uh, uh, interesting because I heard him and Levy Marilainen on the bus last year talking a lot about Finland and um, you know Levy's hometown and what it's like there. So uh, a little bit of an eye for the Scandinavian countries, it seems. Um, his favorite athlete, and this is very topical for this time of year, Joey Chestnut, the hot dog-eating champion of the world, and uh, he likes Black Mirror, which I haven't watched an episode of, but I hear is very good. So um, there you go. That's Behind the Bee with uh, Jorian Donovan. Two more uh, interviews to get to, and um, speaking of Levy Marilainen, he is up next, the uh, young goaltender who uh, was uh, Spectacular in his Belleville Sens debut, uh, getting that uh, 40-save shutout uh, in his uh, AHL debut. He put up a couple other strong performances as well for the Senators near the end of the season, and uh, he joined uh, Joel this week as well out in Ottawa. Levy, how would you kind of rate your season as you look back? You had a record-setting season with Carpat. You come in, you play your first NHL game, your first game in Belleville, you, you collect a shutout against a pretty good Toronto Marlies team. When you look back on it, how impressive was that uh, to go through? Yeah, yeah. Had a lot of, a lot of ups, a few downs too, back home. So it was a little bit of a roller coaster for me. But uh, I think I finished strong. Like I had a good, good end of the season, uh, like from uh, 
from halfway through, I felt like I improved a lot, and then I could keep my uh, like average game at a good level. So that I'm happy with that, and then of course uh, the way the season ended, could have uh, never thought about it. It's it's fair to say you felt pretty comfortable in Belleville when you first came over. We, as we mentioned, you get the shutout. How big was it to have a guy like Lassie Thompson, a guy like Roby Arventi in, in the locker room with you, helping you through the the nuances of the American Hockey League? Well, it was good. It was good because um, I had been in uh, Kingston before, so I, that, that was a good experience for me for sure. Before coming back here, because uh, got used to how things are done here and uh, what things are like and. Back uh, back in Kingston, we didn't have any Finns there, so it was, I think that was good for me too to like get used to speaking more English and living with uh, like other national like guys like from other nations. And uh, but it was good to have a few Finns there to uh, uh, throw some uh, jokes around, and uh, they told me like how things are done. So it was good. It was good. How big is a, a camp like this to kind of work with Justin Peters again, work with Zach Burke, and, and kind of get their ideas on what they want to see from your game? I know you go back to Finland and, and you skate uh, quite often, but just to be with those guys again. Oh, it's it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Cause, uh, it's good that I know them before, so it's uh, easy to approach them. They're, they have a easy time approaching me, know who I am and like how I am, so... Uh, it's good to uh, be back with those guys, and they know what they're doing, so it's, it's always fun. How much did you enjoy your time in Belleville? I know it was only a couple games, but a lot of fan support. Uh, the fans certainly gravitated to you right away. How cool was that to see kind of uh, the fan base come around you and cheer, on, cheer you on? It was awesome. It was awesome to see that like they appreciate what I do. But, uh, don't like to think about too much what others think because... Uh, when you're doing bad, someone might hate you a lot, and when you're doing good, someone might love you. So it's kind of how the game is, what what my job is to just do my thing. And, uh, of course, I like the support. Uh, what did you think of the facilities at, at CA Arena as well? Oh, they, they uh, surprised me. They're a lot better than I thought. So it was unreal, actually. Like I, I thought it was really good. And you got into to a few games in the National Hockey League. You, you got to play against the Carolina Hurricanes, Sebastian Ajo, a, a guy you probably ha, have grown up looking up to as, as well. How cool is it to, to face those shots and know, hey, I, I can turn these guys away and I can face these NHL shots? Yeah, definitely. It was fun. Uh, I've been uh, practicing against him during the summers a lot because we uh, are from the same city and we practice uh, in the same group now. So, uh but it was a lot of fun, like facing those those shots in the game, and like uh, it's a good experience, hard one. Know what to do next time when I get up there, and uh, hopefully, and uh, yeah, it was unreal. Obviously, your goal is to make the NHL full time. Um, what are you working on this summer to to kind of help that process and, and grow your game? Uh, just trying to grow into my frame more and uh, get stronger and faster in the ice and. Uh, yeah, just working on those small details on the ice too. I know you're, you're a hard-working guy. Um, vacation, are you, are you able to take any? Are you able to, to see Roby and some of these guys you know uh, while you're over there in Finland? Or is it straight straight back to work for him? Pretty much straight back to work. Uh, had a little vacation after the season ended and then one more week off back home. But then I just thought to myself, got to get back to it. So I don't like staying staying put, so... I love love practicing, having like playing games, doing like something. So uh, 
yeah, no, not planning on any more vacations anymore. Uh, how much did playing in the NHL, playing in the AHL, your, your excellent season with Carpac kind of help light a fire fire under you as well? Well, definitely. It always helps you with your confidence and uh, with your enthusiasm like to get back at it. So, uh, yeah, it was huge. And Levy Marilainen will be a huge part of the goaltending picture for the uh, Senators organization for the next few seasons for sure. And as we talked about earlier on, uh, Eunice Corposalo uh, signed to Ottawa. Um, Antoine Forsberg, Anton Forsberg, I should say, is back. And that means that uh, likely Levy will be here with Mad Sogard and uh, potentially Kev Mandeleze as well. So uh, a big season on the way for, uh, for goaltenders here in the club as they try to really make themselves stand out against uh, the rest of the competition in the crease. Yeah, and Levy's done a good job of that. Uh, last year, his first year in pro, he, he really had a great season. He obviously set the rookie rec shutout record in, in La Liga, and uh, he comes here, he gets a shutout in his first game uh, with the Belleville Sens, and then uh, he goes to the NHL and, and shows that he can play at that level as well. So um, he's going to continue to kind of go on that development path and uh, like you mentioned he, he doesn't like to take too much vacation he <laughs> likes to get back uh, to work and um, he's definitely got his, his sights set on, on being an NHL goalie and uh, I think that's what he's going to do eventually and um, I think working with Justin Peters for a full year here in Belleville and um, getting into this environment and, and being a, a professional full time is going to do wonders for him. All right, and lastly, um, in our development camp series, Zach Ostopchuk, the uh, Senators' second-round pick in 2021, 39th overall. He has twice represented Canada at the World Junior Hockey Championship, including this past um, season where he had three points in seven games played. Uh, big piece of the puzzle in the Winnipeg Ice um, run this season as well. 15 points in 18 playoff games, uh, not to mention uh, he put up 40, uh, sorry, he put up, uh, well, I can't do my math, 60, 70-ish points or so in uh, about 55 games in the dub this year. So he's highly skilled, likely headed um, this way. He's uh, set to turn pro, and uh, Zach Ostopchuk chatted with Joel in Ottawa earlier this week. Zach, how's the the week been here at development camp for yourself? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been awesome. I mean, whenever you get a chance to get back into this environment with these guys and all the coaches, I mean, it, it's good for you as a as a player and as a person. I mean, to to see all these guys again and reconnect with all the prospects, it's been nice. As much as it is an on ice development uh, setting, you learn about health and safety, you, you learn about nutrition and stuff like that. How much has that kind of uh, as you plan to turn pro this year, kind of uh, learn more about that stuff and kind of tried to, to dig deeper into that as well yeah it's definitely a big help i mean uh, you come here and they they want to turn you pro as, as quick as they can right so i mean they give you those skills through our, our little seminars and nutrition classes and like you said all that stuff i mean it just helps you in the long run so uh, i know our guys love those talks and uh, it's, it'll be fun to keep the week going you were captain with the vancouver giants how much do you kind of relish taking a leadership group even in a setting like this yeah, I mean, uh, this is my third camp now, so I kind of kind of know what's going on, and I like to help the guys that just come in. And, yeah, I guess um, being a captain on my junior team uh, kind of helped me with this role. So, I mean, yeah, I think uh, me and the older guys that have been here for a couple of years, we kind of show them the ropes a bit, and it's been good. 
Uh, you had a storied career with Vancouver, Winnipeg, and with Hockey Canada. How much do you kind of look back on those memories uh, now as you're kind of wrapping up your, your time in the WHL? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I think I had a pretty good junior career, and I'm proud of what I was able to accomplish there. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's nice to have those memories, but I'm just looking forward to turning pro this year. So, uh, I know you get asked a lot, the World Juniors, not many guys win two gold medals, especially you were able to win one um, in your hometown of Edmonton. Do you, what does that mean to you? And, and kind of those high-pressured moments, how can you take that to, to the to pro game as well? Yeah, I mean, obviously in the in pro, it's high pressure situations every game. So I mean, uh, playing in those World Juniors and getting those experiences, especially in those semifinal and gold medal games, I mean, it was really cool for me to kind of play under the lights and uh, for your country. So yeah, those, those are experiences that'll definitely help me this year when I turn pro. Uh, throughout the summer, what are you kind of working on uh, as you try to to get ready for training camp here? Yeah, I want to really work on my skating, just get that extra extra couple steps in me and uh, obviously just got to get bigger and, and stronger, I mean, to play in this to play in this league and play pro. So I think those are my main focuses, just getting a quicker step and then, you know, just getting stronger. What do you know uh, kind of about the Ottawa region, uh, maybe even a little bit about Belleville? Have you kind of dove into that uh, throughout the, the last couple of years? Yeah, obviously, um, first time coming to Ontario was actually to this camp, so I didn't really know too much about it. But, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm really impressed. I'm from Alberta, so I think it's pretty similar. And, uh, yeah, it's been it's been good to see this part of part of the country, and uh, I really like it here. But I, I haven't ventured out to Belleville yet. I don't know what that's all about, but, well, I guess we'll see. Yeah, he will get to see what Belleville's all about. Um, Belleville and... Hockey fans here in the Quinney region will get to see what Zach Ostopchuk is all about. And again, just one of a handful of exciting prospects that are set to make their Senators uh, debuts officially this season. Yeah, and he's a really impressive prospect, as, as we mentioned. And not too many guys get to win gold medals uh, twice at the World Juniors. So uh, really excited to see what he's all about. Uh, obviously, he's got a, a pretty impressive pedigree coming into uh, his pro season. So that's uh, all we've got from development camp. Uh, again, thanks to Levy Marilinen, Zach Ostopchuk, Tyler Boucher, Jorian Donovan, and General Manager Ryan Bonus for their time. Uh, thanks for making the trip out there and getting that great stuff for us, Joel. Yeah, it was a lot of fun and obviously something uh, we enjoyed to do and obviously uh, really enjoyed my time chatting with all these guys as well. And uh, lots more of that quality coverage to come through the summer and beyond. Um, coming up next week, again, we're hoping to get one of those newly uh, re-signed Senators, perhaps Graham McPhee or Brennan Saulnier, on for a chat next week. Uh, also, a new edition of Get to Know Your FO on the way. A couple new faces in uh, the front office, and uh, we'd like to start introducing you to some of those uh, newer members of our staff. Uh, mentioned it earlier, but the schedule is out soon, so you won't want to miss next week just in case it turns into schedule release episode. Uh, with that in mind, don't forget again to subscribe to the pod wherever you're listening. Give us a rating and a review. And another reminder that group deposits uh, are being accepted for the upcoming season. Uh, same, you can still get your season seats, flex packs, and business elite um, program uh, packages as well. All the info at BellevilleSends.com. And if you're out and about this weekend at the Belleville Waterfront Festival, don't forget to stop by the Belleville Sends tent and uh, see Belly and uh, get your entry into Belly's Summer Contest giveaway. And that's it for us in Episode 19, Milestone Episode 20, coming up next week. Again, for Joel Vanderland, David Foote, thanking you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week on the Belleville Sands podcast on the Belleville Sands Entertainment Network.